0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the All Sports Best podcast. Um, I am here with Coach Tim Campos. To give him a little bit of a background, he had a huge impact on me as a baseball player, a big friend of, of mine, and to my family as well. Now a coach at ABA, or Albuquerque Baseball Academy, where he's continued to develop college players and pro players I think he just spoke to a pro player right now right before we started this podcast as a matter of fact. Uh, Coach, how you doing?
1: Doing fantastic, man. Happy to be here.
0: So I've got a lot of questions for you. We'll keep it pretty short. You're a busy man. Um, biggest thing going in going on in the sport right now is the MLB playoffs. Um, we've seen talent from New Mexico. College, whatever. Um, right now in the playoffs, it's Alex Bregman, it's Mitch Garver, and then Kyle Bradish played at New Mexico State. There's other guys in the league right now, but those are the guys that come to mind because of the playoffs. Uh did did some of these guys go through ABA and and if so, like what kind of uh you know, what did that do for them?
1: You know, uh Alex Bregman obviously came up through through Albuquerque Baseball Academy. Um, you know, Albuquerque Baseball Academy has been around since nineteen ninety-eight. Um, so he had a, a huge coming, uh, through, obviously his current hitting coach, Jason Columbus was a hitting, was a hitting coach here during that time. Um, you know, spent a lot of time with him and and Ryan Brewer, uh, just growing up, um, got involved in the, uh, the USA baseball circuit at a young age of 12. And that, that tends to be the kind of the springboard, you know, getting into that USA baseball, uh, realm, uh, you know, early on, uh, I think it has happened with, uh, with uh, Stephen Steven at a, a crucis got involved early in that, that really helped, uh, you know, springboard some of their, their careers. So that, those are, those are all big pieces, you know, Mitch Garver coming up, a La Cueva product, um, kind of had come from a, a legacy of La Cueva guys with, you know, Pacheco and, uh, Austin house and some of those guys that, that were coming through. Um, so those guys, you know, went up through UNM and, uh, and, and performed really well. And, and now is, uh, Has really made made an impact on the big stage he was with the with the twins and then uh i think when uh catching coach got a hold of him and catch coaches with the yankees now kind of he made a huge uh change in his uh in the way that he was catching and and his defensive metrics and that kind of propelled him and then his hitting just went through the roof and you know now you got him he's literally kind of like a seasoned veteran uh, on that Rangers Rangers, uh, lineup. And, yeah. and, and so it's awesome. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool to watch. They see him hit that granny yesterday uh, you know, two for six with five ribbies is, it's pretty fantastic.
0: Yeah. It's really cool to see the, uh, New Mexico talent doing big things, making an impact. Obviously Bregman was that guy as well. Um, all right. So I want to talk about you for a second. Um, a lot of the people that I know that know you, we talk about the fact that you are just a baseball, like encyclopedia, you know, a lot about baseball, pitching, hitting training is probably your specialty. Would you say that maybe training?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I enjoy all facets. I, I try to be a generalist, try to, uh, to build out all of the, uh, the, uh, you know, all the different pieces that go with it. Um, I'm trying to, uh you know, trying to, trying to get all of the, uh, the pieces together and, uh, on the training side of things. Um, meaning, um, you know, I, I like, you know, I, when it's, when I'm having a conversation with a strength conditioning coach, I want to be able to have a good conversation with a strength conditioning coach mm. about methods, pedagogy, the whole nine yards. If I'm talking to an orthopedic surgeon or a physical therapy, I want to be able to have an intelligent conversation with them. Um, you know, that could talk about, talk about, you know, the, the inner workings of the arm, bio uh biokinetics all those all the kinematics of the of uh, the delivery um uh, and if i'm talking with a with this with the sports guy i want to be able to talk about skill uh skill acquisition uh, i'm really big into the dr rob gray um and his perception and action podcast right going on right now um and uh, getting ready to, to fly down to florida on the 20th through the 22nd for a big skill acquisition summit um Dr. Franz Bosch from the Netherlands, He's, he wrote a book called Anatomy of Agility, um, and and Randy Sullivan from the Florida Baseball Ranch, just basically learning how do kids, how do people learn? How do they acquire skill? Um, and so that's kind of been a rabbit hole I've been down. And, uh, but really just want to be a generalist, want to be able to know enough about uh, all the pieces so that way uh, I can have a 20,000 foot view and kind of look, when I look down on training, I want to look and say, okay, this is what strength conditioning needs to be doing this is what the uh, physical therapy needs doing how it fits you know i want to be a practical applicator and i learned that obviously from ron wolfworth um going back to 2005 i just kind of randomly got a chance to go uh to that coach's clinic and and that just changed my perspective to to be a practical applicator mm. of information
0: okay so yeah i mean it makes a lot of sense you know when i go take my vehicle into the mechanic and they say this is what's wrong i'm like here's my money i don't know what's going on so it'd be probably better to know more things and in your case you know a lot about a lot in the sport of baseball which is awesome um who are some guys in the lab right now with you that we should see in the big leagues uh maybe next season or even in the coming few seasons
1: well right now uh you know obviously first is is chase silseth who spent some time up with the angels this year um you know we, we've been working together since the sophomore year in high school, um, but uh, obviously he was the first uh, first guy out of the 2021 draft to get called up. Uh, so he got spent some time. He he went uh, back and forth uh, between AAA and and the pros this year. Ended up ended out on a really high note. I think uh, going into this offseason, our goals is for him to to start off the, the year at the big league level and and to stay there. Um. Second would probably be um, uh, Mitchell Parker. Mitchell Parker uh, finished up at AAA. Uh, this is his 40-man year, so uh, they'll have to put him on the 40-man the or they'll have to uh, put him on the row five uh, waiver list mm. to where other teams can claim him. So um, they'll have to eventually put him on the 40-man um, come spring training time. So that, that's that's going to be a, a good fit for him, try to you know make his move on impact, he, kind of help follow along lines of what Draxon Rutledge did this year with the nationals um he basically uh was on the 40 man played down at triple a for most of the season um and then got called up there towards the end of the year so hopefully he kind of follows that route and and continues to perform at a high level i think he had the most strikeouts uh in their in their uh minor league org this this uh this year Mm. his whip was pretty low he he did fantastic and then there's a sammy natera uh new mexico state guy um, that, that comes in. Um, he's, uh, he's with the angels. He got promoted from uh, tri city dust devils to the, uh, to double a rocket city trash pandas at the end of the year. So excited for him. Um, we've got, um, Brandon Pimentel, uh, also with the nationals. He's a hitter. Uh, his girlfriend happens to live here in town. So he comes up from El Paso. He was a, uh, New Mexico JC. And then I went, think he went to, uh, uh, then he went to, uh, University of Texas San Antonio, I think we are with uh, okay. or Rio Grande Valley. RGV. RGV with uh yeah, he was at RGB, got drafted out of there, so he's a, uh, he's in his first year of pro bowl, so he comes in and does some hitting stuff. Um and then of course, you know, a lot of our high level division one kids, you know, we got um Zach Kamatz, we got uh Aiden May, um you've got um you've got um Grant Smith that's at Kentucky. Um, you know, all those guys uh, will be rolling through. And then, of course, all of our, our Lobos and New Mexico State guys. We got two guys, a couple guys down at New Mexico State, and, and quite a few guys here at UNM. So excited.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of talent in New Mexico. It's nice to see that. I feel like, I don't know, you know, rewind 15 years ago, there wasn't a ton of talk around New Mexico beyond maybe like, hey, there's this one guy that's in the big leagues. Now it's, I mean, I feel like we can talk for a while about some new mexico talent for sure
1: absolutely yeah no it's it's been awesome uh just taking a look at you know that was that was my goal five years ago coming into to aba was just just you know for someone to say hey where where are all these 90 mile arms coming from Mm. and uh, we're, we're starting to starting to build a pretty good pipeline so
0: so my wife tells me that at 31 years old i should go and try out constantly tells me this, right. It's like, it's easy. It's easy to do, right. We got to just do it. Right. So my question for you, how long would it take you to get me big league ready coach?
1: (laughs) That's a snare tech. And I mean, you're a pretty good talent yourself. Uh, you know, the, you know, (laughs) uh, the big thing for you, for, for me is, is really is, is, uh, you know, the training is about progression. You know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta start, you gotta start somewhere. And, and then if you slowly build it up, I just think a lot of people, uh, really, uh, uh, underestimate the amount of accumulation of skill work it takes, and accumulation of power work it takes to to really play this game at a high level, and mm. and, uh, and and so that accumulation of and that progression is, is pretty pretty awesome. So it, <laughs> it's awe inspiring sometimes.
0: So. All right. Well, yeah. So I can tell her. Look, it's going to take me a lot longer than I have <laughs> in terms of athletic ability. Um,
1: you got quite a few hours of deliberate practice under your belt.
0: (laughs) True. All right. So, uh, when I was playing for you, Jaeger bands were the hottest thing, right? It's like, you don't have these. Um, they're going to, you're going to find out soon that, that you're going to need them. You introduced them to me and that was a huge part of my training back then. What right now is hot and what's something that you see and you're like, that's going to be hot coming up.
1: Uh, I'd say the biggest thing right now are these, uh, We've got these little uh, arm care dynamometers. It's a company called Um, armcare.com. These are, it's basically a a handheld dynamometer. What a dynamometer is, basically it's a force plate. So basically what these do is before the kid throws, he'll test his arm strength. So it'll tell him how strong his arm is. Accelerator how strong his decelerators are, how strong his shoulder blade is, and how strong his pinch grip is. The pinch grip's important because there's a muscle that kind of protects the UCL. That's a big fatigue factor, so we want to know that information. So they'll take a test before they throw. They'll go and they'll do all their throwing and their training, and then they'll take a test after, and it tells me what effect I had on my training. Um, so it's a pretty, pretty awesome piece of, uh, technology. They have a whole platform and a database that kind of, so, you know, we can have our physical therapists monitor and get more frequent windows of observation. So that way, hopefully we're catching fatigue ahead of time, um, instead of being reactionary, you know, before, you know, we've used, we've used the driveline pulse, which is tracks every throw and how much stress is on every throw. Those are all key factors. Um, but also I think the force plate thing is, is, is really a big piece um getting really, really, you know, strategic about how we're trying to manage our arms right now. And, and I'm trying to find out every tool, every piece of information to, to give our kids the edge and, and quite frankly, to, to prevent injury. It's, yeah. it's the stuff that keeps me up at night.
0: Yeah. That is something that's wild. I know you, every time I've talked to you, there's something new and you have it. Like, it's not just, yeah, I heard of this one thing. It's like, yeah, I heard of this one thing. Oh, and it's right here. You have it. Right. So, uh, I've taken athletes to you before and and you've done tests on them, you know, full analytics to the point where we know, Hey, you know, this is where the leak is. It's his front leg. It's, you know, whatever it might be. And, uh, that always fascinated me. It's just getting better and better and better
1: yeah so we use we use a couple things obviously slow motion you know video but we use a company called three motion ai or pro play ai it's embedded with our our driveline track uh software program and uh we're able to take videos of guys that at you know you know 100 frames per second and uh and kind of break it down and it gives us based off that information it gives us uses this kind of real highly sophisticated algorithm and it gives us kind of information about you know arm speed Uh, Hip rotation gives us angles and speeds and from that information it kind of gives us information about what they do Um, Not so much information about what I want to change But I just I want to know what they do and if I know what they do then I know then I can now tailor their their training to either shield against stress or kind of optimize efficiency and so those that's kind of the lens I look at things through I think so quickly coaches are in a hurry to put their stamp on a kid and and create this one ideal movement solution when really we need to create variable, robust athletes that have multiple movement solutions and uh, and and so that they can handle a lot of different environments, a lot of different tasks. I think that's the biggest thing that we can do to prevent injury. So.
0: Okay. All right. So we're, we're <laughs> yeah, analyzing. A lot in there. Yeah, there is. Uh, so that's one of the things that we did was we analyzed everything, and then we go, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what – it's not just one size fits all. But with no, that – With that being said, um, you know, if I'm a pitcher and you've never seen me, but I'm like, you know what, I really need to just get better. I just, what is one thing that you could say? Is there anything that you would say, Hey, this is where we can start regardless of if, you know, you you throw hard, you don't, you, you want to be more accurate. Like what's one thing that you go, this is where I want you to start
1: the biggest thing where we start is, is to get them in the weight room. You know, quite frankly, the biggest thing that they can do for themselves is become a more strong, durable athlete. And, and getting in the weight room and getting it to training age one is, is job one. You know, kids have got to be able to master their body weight. they have got to be able to have stability through different movements. And the one thing that I think, especially youth kids can do, yeah, to, to benefit them the most is, is the importance of the weight room, the importance of of, of a well-designed movement over maxes kind of program and uh you know but that's that is the first thing that they can do
0: okay very cool and so then, i'd imagine the same thing goes for hitters
1: absolutely i mean that you know kids that a lot of kids especially young kids going up through um they have windows of adaption dr greg rose from the Titleist performance institute he runs this thing called on base u but he talks about in his lectures he talks about windows of adaption when kids are going through rapid growth states you know, when they're growing at, at their fastest points, those are huge windows that they could be adapting rotational ability. And a lot of kids miss those windows. So they're not getting robust, uh, you know, rotation training. They're not getting robust uh, throwing training during that time, uh, plyometric training during that time. And, and so their body just never adapts to those movement qualities. And so, you know, getting those t- key windows of adaption is, is really important.
0: Okay. Um, all right, so this year we're seeing a a very exciting playoffs, right? The postseason is is absolutely amazing. It's electric. There's a chance that we could see Alex Bregman versus Mitch Garver. Do you think that there? You think that happens in the AL? It's what the ALCS.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, Texas up 2-0. I think uh, uh, Houston's tied one to one. Um, you know, although Minnesota's playing a little hot, I I, just, I still think you know I think Houston's just got the depth to to make it work. And yeah. quite frankly, a kind of an all Texas uh, ALDS would be pretty interesting. So uh, I mean, AL, ALCS would be pretty interesting. So yeah, I, I think that's going to happen. I mean, it, and that'll be a cool, pretty cool thing for all New Mexico athlete, uh, New Mexico uh, fans to watch that
0: for sure. So with that being said, who is in the World Series this year? What's your prediction?
1: Um, I'm riding Texas, man. I, I just think they're hot. They're, they're, they're just, you know, it's, it's who's hot, who's not. I think it's Texas. And, and then on the, uh, on the NL side, I mean, I, you know, I, it's going to be interesting. I, I really, it's either Dodgers or, you know, I am I'm, I'm a big fan of the Dodgers, but, uh, you know, who knows Diamondbacks could, could, uh, sneak in there, but, uh, that would be a cool deal. But, uh, I just, you know, it goes down to, to who's hot at the right time. I'm, so put me on a spot to be Texas Dodgers.
0: Okay, awesome, Coach. Thank you. I know you got you're a busy man. You got a busy schedule. I appreciate yeah. it. Next time I'm in Albuquerque, maybe we can do another another part of this.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. I'd lo- love to get into some youth training and some other stuff like that and, and dive a little deeper. I appreciate the
0: the time and sorry for
1: the short window.
0: No, very good. All right. Well, enjoy. Have a good day, and uh, we'll talk soon. Uh-huh.